0: This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer productions. This past weekend, it was a CBS Radio Mystery Theater with a story of an old flame who torments a playboy after her death in a horse riding accident. It's called Death Rides a Stallion. if you want to hear more and help support I Love Old Time Radio, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I love old time radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode originally aired on November 13th, 1938, and it's called Black Rock.
1: mysterious character who aids those in distress and helps the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the unseen voice belongs. The only one who knows the true identity of that master of other people's minds, the shadow. Today's story, Black Rock. Listen, Ward. You better not let Brickett hear you shooting off your mouth like that. Nah, I ain't scared of that swindler. He ain't got nothing on me. Oh no, nothing at all. Except that you're a pilot with all the licenses, been making his living flying smuggled dope. So what? I don't think I can't see what goes on. I know that Brickett swindled his stockholders out of a couple of million bucks, and now he's skipping in this plane. Well, what if he is? You're getting paid plenty, ain't you? Sure, sure. Oh, hello, Mister Brickett. Is the plane ready to take off? Yeah. It's fueled to the limits. Fly 1,500 miles if necessary. The supplies are all loaded, too, boss. Well, you know our course. We're heading for Nova Scotia. Yeah. Mr. Burkett. Mr. Burkett. Harvey, what are you doing here? I followed you. Yes? Where are you going, Mr. Burkett? Well, what's that for you, Harvey? I happen to know that you're absconding with the company's funds. Now, see here, Harvey. Mr. You know... Burkett, you can't do this. Think what will happen to me, to the stockholders, everyone. Harvey, I'm not running out on you. You don't know what you're saying. I do know what I'm saying. I know that in that suitcase you have $2 million of the company's funds. You made me president, and I'm responsible for those funds. I'll be ruined. Ruined, do you hear? Now give me back that money. Let's go of that bag, Harvey. Give it to me. I say you're stealing the company's money. What? Martin, take care of him, will you? Give me Listen, that. Listen, punk, shut up. I won't. I want that money. I want that money. Give it to him, Martin. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> That'll stop that. Nice work, Martin. Throw him out of the plane. Right. Okay. Ah, all right. Okay. All well, right. Now let's get out of here. So you cleaned out your company, huh, Brigitte? Robbed your poor, dear, trusting stockholders. You're not supposed to know about this, Ward. Oh, no? Not even the two million you got salted in that suitcase? You were hired to pilot this plane, and that's all. So get the plane off the ground. Okay. Okay. <laughs> long as I get my cut. Don't worry, Ward. You'll get yours. In thicker every minute. Guys, What do you expect on the Grand Banks, mate? Hey, what do you reckon our position? About two hundred miles due east of Cape Race, Captain. Wreckage off the port bow, Captain. Wreckage off the port bow. Breakage off the port bow. I cut the engine, mate. Aye, sir. What do you make it, lookout? Well, these old vessels, Captain, look like the wing of an airplane. An airplane. Do you suppose it could be that plane that flew to sea four days ago, sir? Might be. There she is. Ease her off a bit. We'll drift down on it, I captain. Look, there's the plane's number on the wing, sir. Can you make it out? X one seven five two. X one seven five two. That's the plane, captain. I remember the number. I heard a radio broadcast about her last night. So that's what happened to the poor devils. Lost their course and dropped into the sea. Look, Larry, there, lads. Lend a hand and we'll haul that wing aboard. Aye, sir, sir. Get a line ready, lad. Shall I get the dories over, Captain? Not in this fog. We'll cruise about. I have a notion we'll find no trace of the three poor devils that were aboard her. Poor devils? The rich devils, you mean, sir? Bucket stole two million dollars from the poor stockholders of the company. Aye. All so the money in the world will do them no good in David Jones' locker. Aye. The rest of the plane is on the bottom of the bank. And them rascals in it. Aye, mate. Lost. Take my life on it. Lost forever. And two million dollars of poor people's money lost with them. Mm. why we're driving down here. Frank Harvey is an honest man. He was set up as president of the company by Birkin. Harvey thought it was a legitimate investment house.
2: Then why can't he tell that to the police?
1: Because, unfortunately, that would never hold in a courtroom. As head of the firm, he's directly responsible to the people for their stolen money.
2: Where did you say you'd meet him?
1: He's hiding down by Miller's Creek.
2: Is that right down this road?
1: Yes. I think it's his third cottage here. (laughs) And let's get out and see.
2: All right, Lamont. Well, there's someone in the window. He's waiting for us to come in.
1: Oh, yes, that's Harvey. We go in the side door.
2: How long has he been hiding here? About
1: a week, I believe. Mr. Cranston. Hello, Harvey. Uh, come in, please. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is Miss Lane, Mr. Harvey. How do you do? How do you do? I'm so glad you could come here, Mr. Cranston. I only hope I can be of service. Well, that's a pretty forlorn hope, I guess. What, we'll it presumably at the bottom of the sea... Presumably,
2: Mr. Harvey?
1: Yes. You see, I can't make myself believe that he's dead. I'm inclined to agree with you on that. You are?
2: Why, Lamont?
1: Well, for one thing, Margot, their bodies were never found.
2: Lamont, I don't like to be stubborn, but the Atlantic is a mighty big pond.
1: Yes. But I also know that when Burkett planned his getaway... He wouldn't have figured on flying across the ocean in a plane with a cruising range of only 600 miles.
2: They were flying to Canada and got off their course.
1: Yes, that's true. No, Harvey. Ward, although crooked, was an excellent pilot. He was an expert navigator. He knew blind flying.
2: Then, since you think they're alive, how did their plane crash 200 miles at sea? Fly itself?
1: Fly itself? Margot, you've given me an idea. It's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Uh, What are the things you have figured out, Mr. Cranston? I'm afraid I can't tell you right now, but if they work, the missing money will be returned to the stockholders and your name will be cleared, Mr. Harvey.
2: What do you expect to find at the airport at this time of night, Lamont?
1: I'd like to take a look around the hangar where Burkett kept his plane, Margot.
2: Well, what can you learn there?
1: I'm going to stake everything on a shot in the dark.
2: There's no one in that hangar but the watchman. He doesn't know anything, or if he does, the police and the G-men didn't get it out of him. So how can you hope I'm to... going to ask
1: him one question, Margot. How could a ghost airplane fly 200 miles and crash into the sea?
2: And do you expect an answer from him?
1: Not I, but the shadow does look through those windows. Yes. There's the watchman. He's asleep. I won't wake him, Margot. It'll be easier for the hypnotic powers of the shadow to force his subconscious mind to answer the question.
2: I'll wait out here, Lamar.
1: In a few minutes, we'll know if Burkett really went to his death in the wrecked plane.
3: Very
1: mm. I am Birkett. Very You are remembering, recalling the things I paid you to forget?
3: Yes. Mm.
1: I paid you, didn't I,
3: Carson? Yes. Mm-hmm. You paid me $1,000. Why? Why did I pay you? Mm. So I wouldn't tell about the extra fuel tank. Yes, then. yes. Keep remembering, Carson. And the automatic pilot. Sleep, sleep, Carson. Mm. Dream on? No, I won't tell anybody. I won't tell anybody about those long flights you took, Mister Burkett. Anyway. Where did
1: I go on those trips, Carson? Mm-hmm. Remember now.
3: Mm-hmm. Black Rock. Black Rock. Mm-hmm. No, no, I won't tell. Anybody. Why did I install an automatic uh, pilot, Carson? Mm-hmm. Why? To fly. Black Rock. Mm-hmm. A thousand miles and land. And then Ward. <laughs> Ward was to take the ship up and. Set the automatic pilot and rail out. So that's mm-hmm. it. A mm-hmm. ghost plane flown
1: by a robot pilot, cruising
3: seaward into the gas right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where yeah. is Black Rock Carson? Yeah. Where is Black Rock? Black Rock. Black Rock is twenty-five miles off the coast. Uh, wait, wait. What am I saying? Who's that? Who's that? No more! Shoot! Shoot!
2: Lamont.
1: Yes, Margo. I hope we reach it before it gets too dark to land the plane.
2: we have come a long way since we left New York this morning.
1: It's exactly 1,000 miles to Black Rock.
2: And how far off the coast of Labrador?
1: About 25 miles.
2: Burke, it's certainly picked a secluded spot. Just the dot of an island on this map.
1: Margo, hand me the glasses. I think I see land.
2: Where, Lamont? Straight ahead.
1: Yes, that's it, Margo. A loaf shaped Black Rock. There's supposed to be a small cove to the landward side.
2: How can this seaplane land with all this ice in the water?
1: Now I've got to hope for enough open water, Margo. The
2: Lamont, if Burkett and his gang are on Black Rock, they'll hear the plane.
1: Can't be helped. If it's possible to land, I'm going ashore tonight.
2: You want me to stay in the plane?
1: Yes. You'd better keep this rifle, in case they try to board the plane while I'm ashore.
2: Rock gets larger as we get nearer. How will you find them? They may hide until we go.
1: The Shadow will find them, Margot. There can't be many places to hide.
2: I don't see a sign of life, not even a hut or a tent.
1: According to Explorer's reports, there are several large sea caves. They may be using one of those.
2: There's the inlet on the landward side, Lamont. It's easily free of ice. Yes,
1: I see it. Hold on, Margo. We're going to try to land in that open water.
2: Heaven help us if we hit any pack ice.
1: Get out the life preservers, just in case. Now the Shadow
3: must do the rest.
1: the water. Keep that lantern up, will you? Want me to break my neck? Oh, if I hold it any higher, Burkett will see it. Well, let him see it. I'll kill him if he tries to keep us from getting off this blast and rock this yeah. time. it will kill us if he catches us trying to get that plane in the cold. Hey, who do you suppose it is after us? What do we care? It's a plane, ain't it? Chance to get away from Burkett. Well, I ain't leaving without that money. Not after the way he starved us. Kicked us around like dogs. All right, all right. We'll get the plane. Then we'll take care of Biker. All right. Here's the cold. Look. I told you we'd find it, didn't I?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Come on. Yeah. Well, what are we waiting for? Come on, let's pull out to that plane. <laughs> oh, we gotta get the... Shut up, Martin. Listen. I heard something like somebody laughing. Laughing at us. I you crazy? It's the
3: wind <laughs> Oh You hear
1: that? Somebody's close to us, watching us Get down, maybe Burkett I, I heard it too Put out the lantern quick It's no use I'm not Burkett You cannot hide from me in the darkness Some die from that plane. All right, come on into the light and be quick about it, fella Cover him with your gun, Martin I can't see him I'm standing in the light Close to you you cannot see me What do you want? I've come for you
2: It's the cops, what? It's
1: the cops, they found him it. No, it's not the police, Mr. Martin <laughs> well, then, then who are you? You've been in prison, both of you Haven't you ever heard of The shadow The shadow the Guy nobody's ever seen not, not the shadow Not on this forsaken rock The end of the world is not far enough to hide you from me what? That voice. I've heard Kahn talk about it. It's him. He's here. There's been a slip. He's come for us. Yeah? All right. Forget this is another thing. Now don't come near me, Shadow. I'll drill you. Even if I can't see you. I'll take you when the time comes. But first I need mean to get Burkett and the two million dollars he stole. And clear the name of Frank Harvey. Well, you can have Burkett, but you'll never get that two million shadow. Not one of you will escape. How did you find us? That Watchman squealed, didn't he? I warned Burkett. Come on, Ward. We gotta find Burkett. He'll know what to do. Yes, go to Burkett. Warn him the shadow is here. Tell him you'll never leave Black Rock alive. Never live to spend the fruits of your crime. <laughs> <laughs> What is the matter with you, Martin? Where have you been? Been around at the cove, watching that plane. Do you know who was in it?
3: Yes, yes, of course I know. Just a girl.
1: And she won't give us any trouble, I've seen to that. A girl? And he didn't come alone. I don't know what you fools are talking about. Who didn't come alone? The shadow. The shadow is on Black Rock. The shadow? Why, you're crazy. No. No, he's here. He said we'd never leave the island alive. Oh, how did the shadow know that we didn't perish for the plane? That watchman at the airport must have squealed. <laughs> so the shadow trailed us a thousand miles to this force they can hide away and played right into our hands. <laughs> What's so funny? What do you mean? Look over there. See who's gagged and tied to that cut. What? Look, he's got the girl. How did you do it? How did you get her out of the plane?
3: I went out in the boat and
1: I... Merely gave her the choice of coming ashore or having the plane's pontoons riddled with bullets. But the shadow was on the rock here. Looking for us. Well, let him find us. We'll give him the choice of giving himself up or seeing his girlfriend put in one of the lower sea caves. Until the tide comes in. That'd be murder. Oh. That shouldn't bother you. You and Ward have been watching for a chance to murder me ever since we came to Black Rock. You know why, don't you? Because you've been starving us to death For your own good, you fool. We've got seven months of winter ahead of us. Uh, if the food gives out before we can leave here next summer, we'll die by slow starvation. <laughs> that is just how you will die. Unless you tell me the hiding place of the $2 million, Burkett. The shadow. He's here. In the sea cave. He's following us. Well, I'm glad you're here, shadow. Now well, we can settle this. I'll make a bargain with you. The shadow doesn't bargain with criminals, Burkett. I've got the girl who came with you. There she is. Look at her. I'll give you two minutes to come out of the shadows and give yourself up. Give myself up to be murdered? Drowned in the lower sea caves? Oh, no, Burkett. You have no choice. We'll drown the girl. Burkett, listen to me. Would you have the murder of an innocent girl on your conscience in your last days and hours when you are slowly starving to death on this barren island? You can't scare us, Shadow. We've plenty of food. (laughs) You had plenty of food, Burkett. But look at it now. Look at the chests of food you have so carefully hoarded. Look at them, Work it. Look. Yeah. The locks are smashed. The chests have been opened. What? Work it. Look. The flour. The dried meat. It's soaked. Soaked with our kerosene. Look. This chest is the same. We can't eat it. Huh. But what about the canned stuff? The canned stuff, he couldn't spoil that. Get away from those cases, Martin. No, you don't. You're not going to keep what's left for yourself. I'm taking the rest of this food and I'm going to the mainland now. Put down that case, Martin. Put it down, I tell you. You ain't going to stop me to death, you crooked rat. All right, Martin, you won't starve to death now. You won't starve. What? <laughs> oh. you, you didn't even give him a chance. You shot him in cold blood. You'll do the same to me if I let you. Don't be a fool, Ward. Put down that gun. Uh-huh. Now listen, there's enough food for us, and I need you. I couldn't stay here alone, I'd go crazy. There's only food enough for one man, Birkett. And I'm going to be that man. No, you don't. What? You wing me. Wing me, you devil. Go on, finish the job. Finish me. Better than starving or dead. I had enough of that. Wood. Wood. I only meant to scare you. (laughs) Wood is not dead, Birkett in his shoulder Shock Hunger That's all Now What kind of a bargain Will you make? I make no bargains with you, Shadow Remember, I've still got the girl No, Burkett She's gone Look on the cot Her ropes are cut She's gone Gone You, you cut her loose Yes While you fought each other If I could only see you You'll and... never have to see another human face If you don't give yourself up No no, I've sacrificed everything for that two million dollars, and I'll never give it up. You've got to give it up, Burkett. Do you want to stay here starving, freezing to death for nothing? Now, tell me, where have you hidden the money? No. No! Tell me, I say. Where is the money you stole from the thousands of poor and trusting people you betrayed? Oh, no, you will never get it. They'll never Birkett get it. Burkett, Ward you, Martin, knew, but you don't seem to realize I have the power to make you a baby. Don't move, Burkett. To the shadows. No. No. Drop that gun, no. Burkett. Drop that gun. Your fingers can't hold it. No. Can't hold it. Drop that gun. Drop it. No. Now, where have you hidden the money?
3: Under the chest. <laughs>
1: Yes. Margo, take the ropes from the cot. Tie Burkett's hands behind him. He can't move.
2: All right, Shadow.
1: Hurry, Margot, hurry. Draw his hands behind his back. Uh, tie them. Tight, tight. Now. Now, Margot, get out. Get back to the plane. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> no, no, Shadow. Shadow, don't. Don't leave me here to die. I'll give up the money. I'll go back and stand trial. Yes, Burkett, you'll give up the money that was never yours. You'll go back and stand trial. Both you and Ward. I've wrecked your boats. You can't escape. And tomorrow, a Coast Guard cutter of the North Atlantic Ice Patrol will pick you up. They'll take you back to pay for your crimes. <laughs> Radio tuned in on their regular band. They'll notify their shore base they're proceeding to Black Rock. Ice patrol cutter calling. There it is now. Hello? Hello? Ice patrol cutter proceeding to Black
2: Rock under force draft. Proceeding to Black Rock under forced draft. They believe you, Lamont. They believe the shadow.
1: Set your course homeward, Margo. Our job is
2: finished. Oh, Lamont, think what it means. All those poor people will get their money back. They won't suffer. They won't lose their homes. And Mr. Harvey's name will be cleared. Yes,
1: Margot. And this will be a warning to others that even the best laid plans of the smartest criminals can fail. There is no perfect crime.
0: listening to i love old time radio with your host virtual Vinny. welcome back if you are going to fake your own death make sure very few people if any know about it otherwise you never know someone might talk in their sleep we also heard in this episode irma's boss mr clyde playing the pilot of course that is the voice of alan reed That suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at Love Old com, or leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support. dot com, or by joining our vintage radio club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Friend Irma. And join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For com. this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.